Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is some of our thoughts. Hey everyone, it's Sarah. And I'm Carter. And this is some of our thoughts. The Seattle is blue. The Seattle is blue. Blah. 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 So... <laughs> That's the wine we have in store for you all today. It's Hope a, you could understand that. It's called summertime, technically, but um, it has a couple different... Uh, uh, um. Grapes? <laughs> Grapes, and there's two different versions of it. So the one that I'm holding has like this beautiful kind of rainbow... How do you describe that? Like a it color looks like blocking? a sunset, like orange slice, but then like a color block of like this navy blue oblong with a pink oblong. Like, like a big pink <laughs> tongue underneath it. Just like <laughs> dropping sunshine down. It's a really, really cool like. Very retro. Like, um, yeah, retro art. I love it. Actually, had that bottle yesterday for brunch and kept the bottle for propagations because I love the Me colors. Yeah. yeah, this is a very us color palette, that's for sure. Yeah. Um. So they brought me this. This bottle is from the wine shop. They brought it to me the week before Christmas. Wow. And it's called yeah. Summertime. <laughs> and um, we've had it for a while. We're going to continue to have it for a while, thankfully. I think that makes more sense, too. I love pet nuts, and mm-hmm. I'll go into the shop and... Some sometimes there will be points where I've tried every single pet nut in the shop. Well, I had not tried this one, and I think that's why because it was like kind of not hot out. Yeah, yeah, yet. we've had a really or interesting. Maybe it was. <laughs> I don't know. I almost just said summer, but we've had a really interesting winter because it's, it's been. It's like eighty-one today. Warm and scary. How warm it is because of climate change. But then <laughs> the album that we have today and the food that we have today is all very summertime inspired yes. because we miss summer and Sarah and I are very summery people. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like Venice Beach themed. Yes. Right? Yes. But like retro, like people are rollier, rollier, roller, <laughs> roller and around. Roller skating. <laughs> roller skating. So down just, Venice Beach. Oh, yeah. I just opened it, and it's got that beautiful, like, gas just kind of coming off the the tippy top. And it's... Is that, bit like, Vampire Weekend? No, it's just my brain. I don't know. <laughs> Sarah's a drummer. Oh, I'm thrilled to have this in my mouth. Me, too. 
So we've been doing this new thing like opening bottles live with you guys. And this one we both had previously. So yes. I'm extra excited because I know it's dope. Oh, I should have handed it to you. I'm sorry. It's okay. Well, here, cheers. Chills. So the producer, mm. the producer's name is Sebastian Bobinet. Oh, Sebastian. Bobinet. Bobinet. There's two oh. Bobinets in the shop, actually, and they're spelt exactly the same, which is fun. Uh, I have Domain Bobinet that has Pioc, if you remember. Pioc! Pioc! With the I love that wine. Me too. Yeah, that's like Cab Franc Rosé, and they had a Rouge and then a White Cab Franc. That was just very little to no skin contact. That was basically this color. Um, and this, amazingly, is actually Grello Gris. Which is a white grape, but then Grillo Noir and Gamay. This wine is so good. It's technically a rosé. Yeah. And it's 11%, which is pretty, <coughs> just like, you know, light. It's not going to be, I mean, most pet nuts are hovering around that ABV. It's a really pretty color, too. It almost looks like a beer, actually, mm -hmm. if you didn't know it was in the glass. It has it's so creamy. It's so creamy. And it kind of hits you in like the back of your mm. mouth where like something sour. Like uh, Sarah and I love our sour candy. Oh, I will eat it till my tongue is raw. They're raw. Just like sugar crystals. It's like <laughs> definitely my biggest like. <laughs> like I'll just go. I will. I'll go on like. I won't eat sour candy for like five months and then I'll just have a day where I'm like, I need it. Nom, nom, nom. And then I'm good for like months and months. I think I ate so much the other night that my gums were literally like sore. Oh my God, Carter. I have a sore gum right now and I bet that's what it's from. <laughs> yeah, from Friday. Because I ate the rest of it last <laughs> night watching the NBA All-Star game. Oh my God. Oh man. Sorry. <laughs> That's it. When you realize something live. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. That's it. Well, it's not cancer, so that's better. No, no, no. It's just <laughs> sour punch straws. <laughs> oh, I don't have gum disease. I just have a sugar addiction. <laughs> well, I feel like, oh, come along. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about Friday a little bit just because we very rarely oh, yeah. get to have a communal experience um yeah with uh our days off and it's um um like just having a nice breakfast yeah so to last week i typically only work four days a week in the winery and then i'll take one day per week to do as much as i can from home like answer emails if i have meetings if i just need to catch up on scheduling and stuff like that i'll do shit from home but last week we had our Valentine's Day dinner. Middle of the week. Which, yeah, it was on a Tuesday. So I ended up working, I think, 10 hours that day. And then I was still supposed to work Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And I almost had to work Sunday. Mm -hmm. But I was looking at my schedule after I was dead on Tuesday. And I was like, I'm going to not go in Friday because there's already two people there. Yeah. My oil, I've needed an oil change the last two weeks, and I live, I mean, I drive 30 minutes to and fro work every day. Like, it's, I'm not doing myself any favors. So I, that night, I was like, Carter, I'm not going to work tomorrow. I have a lot of shit to do, but I, I want to do from, like, 8 to 10, and then maybe 8 to 12, and do absolutely nothing. Because I also had a tentative 
doctor's appointment for Lucas scheduled Friday because he was sick last week. But then like literally the night before, I was like, I think he's okay. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes like as any moms out there, if you're listening, I always feel like if I ever take him to the doctor, he's going to get sick. Yeah. Because it's happened twice. <laughs> like he'll go in for like a checkup or whatever when he was younger. And then he ends up getting sick from being at the doctor around all those grubby ass little gross kids. <laughs> but anyway, I was like, okay, I have all this stuff I need to do. I was like, but I really would like to do it early and then just like hang out. <laughs> Which we never get to do. We never get to do. We'll see each other typically like at the end of the day because we're making dinner to yeah. get a f- picture for the <laughs> podcast. Right. And sometimes it's not even what we're craving. We're just like, no, we like need to do it. Let's just like, <laughs> let's just get in the, in the mindset of we're having salmon tonight or what, you know, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. We started out. <laughs> the drudgery. The drudgery. Ugh, the I got drama. all my shit done. And then there's this cute little place called the Brown house cafe. Outside. Shout out. Shout out, man. And, it's very like unassuming on the outside. It's like in this little strip center. It's really not cute. But then you go in and I t- keep telling Carter, it reminds me of Luke's from Gilmore Girls. Exactly like Luke's. It's so diner inside. It's amazing. They had like a whole chalkboard of pies. Oh, fat chalkboard of pies. And we ordered like the whole breakfast menu. They do like lunch and dinner and stuff too, but we were like, nope, it's noon. We want breakfast. <laughs> Best French toast. Oh, my gosh. We had a mission, too. Like, we both went there in sweatpants, like, knowing we were going to eat too much. Yeah. And it was like when we rolled out of there, we were full. I was completely satiated. But we still kept talking about food because, like, Mm -hmm. it's so rare we get to just sit and eat in, like, like an actual restaurant together. And then we went home back to my place and watched Dan Levy's cooking show, yes. The Big Brunch. Oh, fell in so love. Good. Sarah had already seen it, but rewatched the first one or two with me. And then she took a nap. I fell. I, guys. Guys. <laughs> I was able to just like sleep when I got tired. Yo, what a concept. Another shout out to those moms, yo. Yeah. It's important. It just, it never, literally never happens. Like the last time I was tired and got to just go to sleep I think I was like 27 (laughs) no not that well it was probably when you were pregnant though yeah and that's even if I could get comfortable then yeah yeah but realistically yeah a couple like two years two solid years ago and I remember waking up and you know when you actually have like a fat nap and you're like having dreams and you wake up and you're like what dimension am I in what happened I was like oh I guess that's what like rest feels like <laughs> yeah let's try to do that sometimes just every once in a while <laughs> and I really really needed it I felt like very bad at first because I didn't go in Friday but then I was like I literally worked an extra 10 hour shift yeah. I I just need to take care of myself this week a little bit more than I typically do yeah so the dishes sat in the sink and I took a nap <laughs> yeah Oh, and you great. were so beautiful. The sun was shining in on your face. And Aww. like, it was one of those things where I thought you were going to wake up for a second, but then you just like stretched your arms out and went, hmm, and then like <laughs> went back to sleep. And I was like, yes. So I turned the volume down low because I was still loving this cooking show, like mm-hmm. everything they were serving, everything they were making. And then I poured through all of me cookbooks, which I so rarely even touch. Carter has the most amazing cookbooks. Thank you. You have so many good ones. Well, I mean, a lot of them, I'm so grateful, like, we have different ones because we use yeah, that's true. yours 
all the time. Salt, fat, acid, heat. I mean, what are some... Fat acid. What did I say? Salt, no. Salt fat, oh, acid. You did. <laughs> Salt, fat, acid, heat. It's not funny when you say it fast together. Samin. <laughs> then... I mean, uh, I have Momofuku, and the pe- one from today is the peach tortilla, which I love. Mm-hmm. Sarah and I are both really familiar with Austin. She's going tomorrow. Bless. And then uh, we both need a, another day, mental health day, where we just go down there and, and fuck around and get some inspiration. Because I just, I haven't had it in a while. And, like, to no. have just a day set aside to, like... First of all, do nothing. But then the only thing that we had to do was get your oil changed and eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a day. Like, that's a good day off. It was a great day. And then the, my favorite part was uh, at a certain point, we, like, had gone out and, like, maybe run an errand. Because, like, you know, eventually. Life, oh, we went to Twins we to look to at twins. wine for the podcast. Got a margarita on the way home. That was all me. I'm sorry. No, I, 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 you I'm not to sorry. Go before. You yeah. shouldn't be sorry. Don't ever apologize for tequila. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'll apologize for tequila all day long. But no. Um, thank you. But uh, then we had drag race on Fridays. And the best part of all of this was that you came back with the kid and yeah. the dog and Ryan. Oh, yeah. The whole fam. The whole family. And like it was just like a whole day at the house with our friends and our, you know, just like our candles going and I had burned Palisanto and I did like a little energy cleanse in the room with Sarah, which was so fun. I feel like, and we both felt it. Like, Probably why I slept so good. I need, you know, I need to do that once or twice a week just to reset. And it was really precious having her there for that. And then um, we are recording for the first time in a while today and just coming at y'all with some really good energy. It was so nice going to your, I know this sounds like very probably silly to a lot of our listeners, but I don't get to just like go hang out at people's houses like ever. Right. One, I just I hang out like, at your house. Yeah. Like I have a life. I have a kid. Like yeah. it really does change so many things. But younger me, like say college me, Sarah from like 18 to 25, I was that person that was always at other people's houses or, like, vice versa. Like, I'm a very social person. Like, I do, you know, I reach a certain point where I need to recharge and be alone. But, like, I love being social around, like, my closest friends. It just makes that community just so much richer, too. And then you feel closer. And then, I don't know, it just makes things better, I feel like. I am, too. And I haven't had a house that I can actually entertain in in a very long time. Because I lived in Savannah in college, and then I moved to Austin and had a great apartment. But it was so small that I really couldn't have more than, like, three other people in there with me comfortably. Yeah. Well, an apartment, because I lived in an apartment, too, for a little bit in San Marcos. Parking's always a thing. Yeah. Like, because the complex I was in, you had to have, like, either a passcode or a key fob. And yeah. then it was, oh, it was always a thing. And then designated pararking yeah. for visitors. And it's just, it's not as homey. Apartments no. are not as homey. Exactly. I don't care what you say. Fight me. (laughs) (laughs) I think everyone can agree to that. But like even moving back to Waco, when I came back from Austin, I had my parents' old house for a little while. And that was great. We had a lot of fun, like wine studies and stuff. But then I had this tiny little garage apartment that just no one could get into. And it was like you couldn't even maneuver around each other comfortably. Well, you could barely put two cars there. That's right. Again with, man, I am parking. (laughs) Us Texans all drive. We do. We, <laughs> we do. do. 
Um, so now the house has two huge living rooms. And I loved, like, we put Buzz oh. ear on for Lucas in one room and we were watching Drag Race in the other. And the kid was just running laps mm-hmm. around. And I could sit on the couch and watch Drag Race in one living room and look to my left and watch him Watching. watch Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. And I was like, today is literal heaven. Yeah, like, this is day. so nice. It was, like, optimal setup. And the acoustics, too, Ryan pointed out. I was like, you really can't hear the other one when you're in certain points. I told my dad that because it's my dad's rent house that I'm living in. And he went, mm-hmm. Oh! <laughs> He's like, I already be knowing. Yeah, he said, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> my mom actually lived in that house before they got married. Aww. And then my friend Andrea lived in another one of my dad's rent houses down the street that they lived in right after they got married. And I just, like, that whole part of town. Ryan grew up over there. It's oh, yeah. by the lake. It's so quiet. And it's... It's very close to Sarah. It's just right down Valley Mills. Mm-hmm. So we are we are in a very comfy spot in our lives, and it's beautiful. And we wanted to share that with y'all. Um, so the, the, the producer I don't have a whole ton of info on because, you know, we try to do research and find, you know, what we can, where we can. I did find out he has a wife, and I love her name. It's so beautiful. It's Emmeline. 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 That's pretty. It's very French. And um, they have been um, b- big proponents in the natural winemaking world for a, as long as they've been making wine, which is about 10 years, 12 years now. And um, he has like his cousins um, that are helping with, they have like a horse drawn plow in the vineyard. Wow. Could you imagine Charlie with a horse drawn plow? Oh, yeah, 100%. And, <laughs> and his I can picture slippers. him doing so many things. And very like intentionally, right? That's yeah, that's the, the whole thing with Charlie. It's like he's just he's such a <laughs> slipper. <laughs> that what up ep- a couple episodes ago, and we oh, were yeah. like, oh, picture him with the candlelight and the little <laughs> slippers, and the- oh, I hope he never hears this. <laughs> I hope he does. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, they they're huge. Uh, huge growers of Cab Franc and Chenin, which is big, big in Loire. And this, if I didn't mention this already, is uh, Loire homegrown um, from Loire Valley. And um, they make this exceptional pet now, like every two years, because on they have like four hect- hect- hectares. I don't even know how. What is? Hec- hectares? Hectares. What about it? The difference between a hectare and an acre. Let's goggle it. Hector versus acre. Because it seems a like a hectare. No, an acre is about 0. 0.405 hectares. Okay. And one hectare contains about 2.47 acres. They can't just say like two and a half. Yeah. 2.47. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, it was me in Canada trying to determine how much a kilometer is. Oh, man. Kilometer. <laughs> kilometer? <laughs> oh, no. That is forever caught on oh, tape, ma'am. Oh, no. Fuck. Hectaker and kilometer. <laughs> Just drowned me. That was awful. Oh, my God. Thank I'm you. so red, right? Like, that was just so ignorant. <laughs> Carter, we're just American. It's not no, our we're fault. ignorant. Yeah. Oh man. We were taught to be ignorant though. <laughs> we just anyway. I know. Well, you and your crosswords. 
What is science? <laughs> <laughs> At least you know how to spell. I I am a hella speller. <laughs> I, yep. Um, I don't have much else to say. I was just really excited about the horse-drawn plow. I'm going to put my phone down. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Can you believe how creamy? Th- I, I've been telling people it's like a cream soda. It really is. It's, it's not that it's dry, sweet. though. Yeah, it's not that sweet. It has it's like... That same like aftertaste that a cream soda leaves your mouth just feeling like a little like stone fruity too Mm. in there for sure. Like an apricot. Yeah. Which makes sense because of the colors of the the label. Um, The song choice that we have today is tennis. Tennis. If you're familiar with uh, that husband and wife duo, they are very much of the sea. Like everything they have is like Long Mm -hmm. Beach. Um, Malibu, Venice, California. Beach vibes. Very big beach vibes. And that kind of ties into our our food choice today, too. But I just love the idea of, like, drinking this and thinking, like, oh, yeah, it's called summertime. But, like, it tastes like summer. This tastes like summer. This is like a pool wine all day. Yep, 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 yep. Like, I don't ever want to even not drink it in the pool. Yeah. I mean, we're drinking it in a recording studio right now, but I, I... picture being under the sun in a pool yeah and this vinyl is great too i had not actually heard of them before carter i think you sent me a photo you sent me a photo of the vinyl and i was like tennis do i know tennis and then they're very easy to listen to so easy yeah i put them on as i was cleaning that day and then i was like oh this is like a whole vibe this is chill chill just super chill chill. but like fun also not like boring like lo-fi chill like oh Beat bopping around, yeah. like okay. I, I picture myself like I used to longboard. And I was, ah, yeah. I was just about to say like longboarding on Venice Beach, chill with like your AirPods in and like mm-hmm. having this bottle like in your backpack, going to your friend's house. I'm holding my Walkman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. How do people ever do that? Like hold a Walkman and like roller beyond wheels yeah well they made the non-shock ones that you could hold oh, sideways oh remember and that was like all the rage like mm-hmm. everybody needed that it was very like early aughts yeah but uh yeah that's it's hey shout out to all of the venice beach uh roller people rolling <laughs> around <laughs> to the roller people <clears throat> i've always wanted to be a roller derby girl ever since i saw whip it oh whip it and the only thing is I have a horrible, my left knee is just shot. I've had two surgeries on it. Poor girl is just barely hanging in there. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that you need to stabilize because yeah. you go counterclockwise. But I came up with a name for myself. Did I ever tell you this? I know it, but I don't think our listeners know. If I were a roller derby girl, my name would be Pain Noir. Yep. So good. You think you'd have you'd have one? I would have one. I actually think I would also thrive in roller derby. I don't think I can skate though, but I would love to just really mm, just yeah. like plow into somebody you with my hips like, and shoulders. Like and just... Drew Barrymore in that movie. Her name was Smashley Simpson. Oh, absolutely. And you would be like as diabolical out of the mm-hmm. rink as you would be in the ring. Any chance to fight, I yeah. would that would be me. I, I I'm a really nice person, but like we have aggression, we got to take it. Out I somewhere. definitely have some aggression. Yeah, yeah. No shame in that. Yeah, and that's a healthy. <laughs> 
Also, the culture around it in Austin is just, I mean, it's like more, because Austin doesn't have any professional sports. Yeah. So I find that there's more niche things to do. Like they have Formula One. That's a huge thing out there. Right. But then, I mean, now they have professional soccer. But before, when we were younger, Mm -hmm. it was like... On Eeyore's birthday, they would have <gasps> Eeyore's birthday, right? Like yeah. giant, like field day, effectively oh, yeah. for adults who are just like on drugs. <laughs> They've always done a Marley Fest out there too. Yes, Marley Fest. So like hula hooping not, was a um, big deal. Not South by what's the uh, fun 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 fest? Yeah, fun it, fun fun fest was dope. Oh yeah, I remember I went to college in San Marcos and they had a huge unicycle football league. Did I ever tell you that? No, that's insane. Oh, yeah. Unicycle Football League. That's amazing. I hope it still exists. But it was so cool to watch. It was like, it, it was definitely as ridiculous as you could imagine it being. I mean, how does that even, I don't know. I could never, a uh-huh. unicycle? And think about there, at this time, this was in 2009, 2010. San Marcos was not huge then. No. Imagine still having enough people to form a league with people that ride unicycles playing football. These are the only times really where I'm like, oh, God bless Texas. Yeah. Like, that's such a weird Texan thing. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have nice weather so much. Like, yeah. you got to go out. You got to find something to do outside. <laughs> that's a very. Or inside if it's too hot. But Well, imagine like an indoor unicycle football league. Oh, what would they be doing? Just like in a gymnasium? <laughs> oh, my oh my God. Ouch. This is like so inhumane probably, I'm sure. I don't know if Kyle's told you about this. Did he ever tell you in our high school we had donkey basketball? Stop. People were riding donkeys playing basketball. It was like for a fundraiser. But like what? In the gym? In the gym. Who's donkeys? Where are the donkeys come from? Poor donkeys. Yeah. I even think, like, at a wedding, if, you know, they have the donkeys that have, like, the big the beer. The beer donkeys. I hate that. I hate that, too. That's really heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. And, like, they're lazy little goobers. Yeah. Like, they just want to, <laughs> you know, roll around yeah. and eat. eat. Yeah, that's all they want to do. <laughs> same. Yeah, same. Let a bitch live. <laughs> no, yeah, that's mm, that's not my favorite thing I've no. heard. <laughs> Well, in the meantime, hot dogs. Do you want to talk about the name of the hot dog? <laughs> well, back to our like very not problematic things we were saying previously. <laughs> Venice Beach and roller skating. Hunky dory. Hunky dory. Bright colors. Summertime in the city. Carter found this fantastic recipe and we're thinking like what is like summertime what's a summertime food in beach specifically beach beach Beach. these these guys are from like the tennis couple is from the beach like everything that they do says that they want to invoke the sea which Mm -hmm. i think is great because the sea the wine does and then the food came pretty naturally it did a hot dog specifically a yumi dog yumi dog yumi dog is some of our thoughts.
is some of our thoughts. So this recipe is from Carter's Peach Tortilla cookbook. which Asian is Asian American comfort food. Yeah. But it's specifically like Texas. From Tokyo to Texas. And they have this whole section that's like Japanese style, like American fast food. And they have a so tempura cool. f- like fried fish sandwich. Mm. Ugh. Sounds good too. But we have a, our friends, Jesse and Don, have a dog named Yumi. <laughs> named Yumi, yes. It's so cute. And it's shout spelled, out Yumi. It's spelled a little different, but. But still. Yeah. But she's a Yumi dog. <laughs> <laughs> Let me write his uh, read his little description here. The Yumi dog. Growing up in Japan, I was infatuated with Japanese burgers. Fusion, in my opinion, gets a bad rap because it's not traditional. But who gives a shit if it's not traditional as long as it tastes good? Literally. The Japanese fuse everything, including their fast food. As a kid, I craved the teriyaki burger at McDonald's and eventually graduated to MOS Burger, the mecca of Japanese-inspired burgers. In my opinion, there's no better fast food joint in the world than a Moss Burger. Wow. I've never even heard of that. Have you? Me either. Fascinating. The movement to fuse Japanese flavors with American staples continued stateside after Japadog was launched in Canada. And copycats started to open up shop in Seattle. Creating a Japanese-inspired hot dog was by no means my idea. But this dog is unique to the Yumi Burger concept I created. I wanted to fuse the very American flavor of a hot dog with the Japanese flavors of tonkatsu sauce, wasabi, and nori. Yum. Yum, 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 yum. (laughs) So for this recipe, you'll need four hot dog buns, a half tablespoon of vegetable oil, four jumbo Hebrew National Kosher all-beef franks, two cups of tempura battered onion strings, four tablespoons of wasabi mayo, four tablespoons of tonkatsu sauce, and one-fourth cup of shredded nori. Using a serrated knife, slice the buns from top to the opposed side. You'll be laying the hot dog into the bun from the top as you would lay lobster into a Connecticut lobster roll. In a medium-sized skillet, Heat the oil over medium heat and lay the dogs in the pan. Turn the hot dogs so that they cook on all sides. This should take at least four minutes. Remove the hot dogs from the heat and transfer them to a separate plate. In the same pan in which you cook the hot dogs, lay the buns split side down until they brown a little. Once they've browned, flip the buns to toast the other sides. Remove the buns from the pan and stuff the hot dogs into the buns. Lay the tempura battered onion strings on top of the hot dogs. Then top the hot dogs with the wasabi mayo, tonkatsu sauce, and shredded nori. And then there's a little note here. It says, we use a local bakery at Peached. One thing to note when you purchase buns. I personally like a good hot dog to bun ratio. Buns that are too big can overpower the hot dog. The bigger the bun, the bigger the hot dog you should try to source. If you do end up buying a larger bun, you can always cut off the sides a little bit, just as you might trim a bun for a lobster roll. I suggest a lightweight bun that won't overpower this hot dog. Sounds so good. It does. And I feel like, I mean, Ryan will put his little spin on it. The Mm -hmm. cool thing about doing tacos or burgers or hot dogs or something individual like that is that we can do a couple different versions of them. Oh, yeah. So I'm really excited to see what we come up with because this this, uh, cookbook is just filled with uh, modifications. And And yeah, he has a whole recipe for his tonkatsu sauce and the wasabi mayo that they're adding to these two, which is cool. Now, I know your thing with mayo. Do you think you would eat the wasabi mayo or should we make it with like a vegan or something? I would try it. Yeah. 
I think if I we would made try it, it, we could definitely fix it <laughs> to make it. I would it try it. It's it's more of like straight up mayo. Like miracle. Yeah. Mayonnaise. Yeah, mayonnaise. Oh. Yeah. Mm. No. Yeah. But <laughs> I love wasabi. Yeah. Absolutely love wasabi. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm the psycho when I order sushi. Before they even bring it to me, I'm like in an extra side of wasabi. And they're like, are you sure, girl? I'm like, I want to I want to bleed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because it's such an intense like punch when you do get too much wasabi. Yeah. My um, brother actually had a really funny, it reminded me, has a really funny story. One of his best friends named Tamash, shout out Tamash, who still lives in Waco now, was like a tenured professor for Baylor. Um, they were in the computer science program together and one of their trips, they went to Japan. And when they're in Japan, you know, they're eating out every, every meal, yeah. every night. Well, they got sushi. And, you know, over there, they have real wasabi. Yeah. In the States, it's horseradish, yeah. like, with green dye is most of what wasabi is over here. So he, Tomas, she was always just, like, life of the party. He was from the Czech Republic. Just life of the party. Just just amazing, most fun human being ever. He say, right, right, Ray, my brother said he took this huge glob of wasabi, put it on his piece of sushi, ate it. He turns beet red, yeah. and then he just starts laughing like uncontrollable laughter for like ten straight minutes because he was like, I my body just didn't know what else to do. I mean, sweat probably. Yeah, and like it's probably he, in shock. He's like, I'm not gonna spit it out. That's so. Oh my god, that's so offensive. He's like, all you can do is swallow it, but it's still like. Bleh. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I love like a wasabi like pearl like some of those little wasabi bites yeah but i can still only have like a handful of them at a time oh the little like pea wasabi yeah. peas oh yes. so good and then so good i love like having those with like the dust on your fingers and then eating something that's not meant to be spicy yeah and then just kind of like transferring that flavor around but i'm still a baby like i can handle a little bit of like jalapeno or like serrano pepper but wasabi is see i'm the same like i can't do a lot of like spice like pepper spice because it always lingers too long for me that's true yeah. that's why i like wasabi because it's like a big punch and then it just is totally gone okay i have a story kind of similar to this did i ever tell you about margarine and salsa festival when i was playing with the dried peppers <gasps> on the table and i thought as the, a kid yeah yeah and tell I thought, our listeners i thought oh that the uh the seeds inside were confetti oh and I rubbed my eyes with my little six-year-old hands and got dried pepper all over my face. I hate that so much. And I can't imagine the pain from that, actually. It was No scary. matter how old you are. Oh, yeah. And my mother, like, immediately knew what had happened to me because yeah. it was, like, Carter's face is red. Like, my oh. eyes were red, and I was just screaming. And then there was, like, all of these broken up peppers. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, God damn it. <laughs> And it was like Margarita and Salsa Festival back when my cousin used to play. Aww. I'm related to Pat Green. He's like my second cousin. Hey, shout out, Pat. And shout out. He was playing with Willie that year. And my my dad was Did like, you'll have to leave. Uh, my dad said, I'm not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> not David. He said, take her to wherever she needs to go to get, get her out of here. And I'm, you come back and pick me up. And um, <laughs> he did that again I when I broke my leg at the Feral Center. Did I ever tell you that How story? How did you? You know, I know you have, but I don't remember how you broke your leg. I was, Wait, 
Yeah, continue, continue. I fell down the stairs. <laughs> I fell down all of them stairs, and I broke my leg. Oh my God. How old? You were like a teenager, right? Oh, or no. no. I was like four or five. Oh, oh yeah. God. I thought you were like 11. Oh, no. Just screaming, crying. I broke oh every God. single one of my extremities before I turned 10. At least oh, once. Quarter. Both legs, both arms at least once. And, um, and my dad was like, well, I'm not leaving. <laughs> And my mom was like, I think she's really hurt. Like, she wouldn't <laughs> be crying this much if she had just fallen down, David. And yeah. my dad was like, well, it was they were playing like K-State or something. And was, he didn't probably think no, you actually broke, broke your leg. leg. Yeah, because like, that is very extreme. Oh, yeah, I broke the leg. It wasn't <laughs> like my femur, but it was but like still. my leg. And me walking around with my little like five-year-old crutches. Oh. And I'd just be like, Daddy. And he felt so bad. Oh, I bet he picked you up every time. Like, oh, God. Okay, sorry. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, the the, the pepper, that heat, that'll get you. Them Oof. stairs at the Ferrell Center, they'll get you. <laughs> I hope you never fall down the stairs at the vineyard. My God. Oh, I think about it. Every single time I get to, like, the last three at the very top, I just lean forward a little bit. I think about it when we do reserve tastings and I have to transport so much stuff up and down the stairs. The charcuterie boards. Well, not even that. The whole like tub of like five wines oh. in the ice bucket. I can't see my feet when I do that typically. I wish that y'all had like a dolly or like a lever. that you, A like, secret. Yeah, we and Joey talk about that a lot. Like if there's one thing we should. Well, <laughs> if there's three things we should have done differently. One of them would have been like a little lever pulley system just to get stuff from like the cellar to the top. We need a point B, yeah. And even just like dirty dishes, like that kind of thing. Cause yeah, because we do events down there and it would be so nice just to... Or like one of those little like... Uh, did you ever see Home Alone 3 where they had that tiny little uh, elevator in the house for like laundry? Oh no, I don't remember that. I don't know if I saw Home Alone 3. Oh, it's like the best one. Well, no, I can't say that. The what? The, the, it's it's good. Is it still Macaulay? No, it's a different <gasps> kid. Then that can't be the best one. I know. That's why I say is that. It, is it the little cute boy with a little chili bowl cut? Yes. Okay. I don't know who he is, but he's that's a really cute little kid. It is. He's so cute. And it's like these Russians that are trying to get a microchip from him. And so it's just like heightened. What? It's not like they're just trying to like break in and like steal. It's like they're trying oh. to like get this secret microchip. And he's like, he has it in his toy car and he's just like <laughs> i think i have seen i remember the kid like i i think maybe i saw it as a kid but oh, i haven't yeah. seen it in a really long time lucas would love it because it's got such a good soundtrack and you know who the sister is who? scarlett johansson really i cannot make oh it my up. gosh i think it was her first movie that she ever did wow yeah that's great so um yeah that little that tiny little elevator that's just like big enough for like a basin of dishes just to go up and oh, down. Oh that's cool. That would be like ideal. And then yeah. like a case of wine. Like it would yeah. need to be heavy enough to do like maybe a, like four cases of wine. Yeah. And now we're like let's just put an elevator. <laughs> Oh, man, the amount of times. Are y'all ever going to put an elevator in? Ugh. Actually, one guy was, like, was already. Like $100,000. Uh, yeah. At least. Uh, it was some guy that was, like, already being a dick to me, and he asked that at an end, and I was like, if you would like to donate X amount, I was like, sure. For real. You can run me a check right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're not free. We'll call it the. I can't even imagine. Oh, my God. Like, imagine if something happened to that elevator. It would be like four days before anyone could come service it. Yeah, that's fair. That would actually be 
much worse, I feel. Yeah. If people got stuck in an elevator in Valley Mills, imagine, like, Uber won't even come out there. You think a technician is going to come out there? I'm done. Sorry. No, you're right. (laughs) It's a very, very valid point. I, um, I feel like we haven't really chatted much about the, the music, but I don't have much to say. Um, cause they're uh, just me neither. Just like chilling, chilling beach vibes. Where did that vinyl come from? Somebody that we both know, uh, dropped it off at the wine shop just to leave it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's like a, <laughs> you know, some people will do that. So many people do that. Yes. I, I have to exclusively play vinyl. So a lot of the times, um, I just get stuck on certain ones that I love, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the ones that we've already discussed on the podcast because they're just very at the forefront of my life. But um, I have some very dear friends, like my friend Bo dropped off Damn by Kendrick Lamar the other day. Shout out, Bo. Aww. I saw him walking in, and then he like he pulled it out from behind his back and was like, I brought you something. Nice. And this just changed the whole trajectory of my entire day. <laughs> um, and then I have, like, my friend Giselle brought up some really cool, like, anime um like video game soundtracks on vinyl. Um, I don't think that will be featured here. No, I'm just kidding. I'm no, but they're, um, <laughs> that's uh, cool though. I, I brought them out when Cody and Jared were having dinner up there one night and they both geeked out and I don't mm. even remember the name of them, but like they're, and then like all time low, like a bunch <laughs> of really <laughs> cool fun. stuff. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, yeah, this really nice guy that we know just dropped off a huge awesome. stack of them. And, um, this one was one of my favorites. And then um, I realized after just doing some research on them, they have a boat. They have a sailboat called the Swift Ranger. It's a couple tennis? Yeah. Yeah, here they're, I have their names here. Um, Flora and Fauna. <laughs> oh, man. Sebastian and Shiloh. Patrick and uh, Alana. Okay. Elena. Elena. And they are, it says, it's probably that they were born at sea. And whether they're landlocked or bobbing at sea, Tinnis remains devoted to a specific span of musical history, drawing on the beautifully rendered tunes that emerge between Pop's wall of sound era and the eruption of punk's unkempt energy, give or take a few years. And it's a lot of, like, uh, inspiration from things that we've we've drawn, you know, like yeah. stuff we've done before. But um, I just love that they, they're from San Diego and they have a boat called the Swift Ranger. That's awesome. And their very first album that they ever came out with was 2011. So they've been at it for a while. Oh, wow. Yeah. This one that we paired with it is yours conditionally. Yours unconditionally. Yours. Whoops. I have it saved. Savage. Yours conditionally, which I love because I'm a very like, we're both very unconditional love kind of people. But this album is, um, it's so like quiet that sometimes you forget to listen to the lyrics until you hear one that's like oh that was like a strike of lightning like what did they just say and then you go back and like put on the lyrics i love like the karaoke aspect of spotify where you can put it yeah watch the lyrics me too i love that and um they have a lot to say man they're really saying something they be saying something this wine be doing something that Mm -hmm. hot dog be feeling like something (laughs) i want to eat that hot dog we'll do it we'll uh we'll do a couple different versions of it and see what we come up with because i'd I'd even love like a good like kimchi dog 
It's Ooh, like, that sounds good. Imagine I like love a Chicago kimchi. style like shack dog, but instead of pickles, mm. you do like kimchi. I'm so down with I don't like pickles, but I love other pickled things. I like basically every pickled vegetable except like actual pickles, like pickled cucumbers. I don't know. That's Weird. fair. I mean, we could do like a pickled okra. Oh, I love pickled okra. I had a fever dream once <laughs> when huh? I was hanging out with Carson, who is the hot dog king. Oh, my yes. Friend Carson. He has a whole hot dog account on Instagram called Real Hot Dog King. The Real Hot Dog King. Mm-hmm. Look it up. And uh, most of them are from Waco or Texas. <laughs> <laughs> like Katie's Custard, Health Camp, uh, a couple, you know, just like random places we stopped on the highway. And um, I had a an idea to do a Bloody Mary hot dog. Because, you know, Bloody Marys have gotten so out of control that they have, like, whole roasted chickens in them. Yeah. Like, disgusting, despicable. Yeah. I can't even talk. I don't even want to talk about it. No. Nope. But think about doing with, like, Bloody Mary, like, seasoning on the dog. And then you get, like, a really nice, like, spicy ketchup. Mm. And then, like, a really, really, like, pretty, smooth, like, mustard seed kind of, like, Dijon. And then add, like pickled okra slices like in a julienne kind of like Mm -hmm. long strips with um i don't know what else goes in a bloody like a maybe a a strip of bacon some bacon bits fun and then like some really nice cheese yeah do it yeah why not and then have just a fat bloody mary with it i need to try bloody mary's again as an adult Mm mm-hmm I don't like vodka or tomato juice, but maybe do, I'll like them together. We could do a Caesar from Canada and do a Clamato. Damn Clamato. Carter <laughs> loves Clamato. My best friend's <laughs> Canadian. I have to. Oh. Oi. Hey. Oi, hey. <laughs> yep. Well, I think, I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think? I think it's been a great episode. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you all find that tennis record. Try this amazing pet night. It's seriously summertime and sunshine in a glass and bottle. Beautiful. Yeah. Grab your favorite glass. Put on your favorite record. Eat some hot dogs. Let's have some fun. Thank you for listening to some of our thoughts. Cheers.